thank you for joining us for Let's Pray, a ministry designed to help and encourage through Bible reading and prayer. And I'm Brooke Suttle, the pastor of Royal River Baptist Church in Yarmouth, Maine. Our scripture reading is found today in the book of Hosea, chapter 10, verse 12. And while you're finding your place in the scriptures, let me remind you that our topic of discussion has been the cultivation of obedience. Unfortunately, Israel had neglected uh, to cultivate obedience in their life, and the lack of cultivation had brought some things upon them. First of all, it brought emptiness toward God. <clears throat> then it brought enrichment and enterprise uh, toward themselves in iniquity. They had received good things from the hand of God, and instead of giving glory to God and using them uh, to build His temple and to build His work, They've used it toward themselves to build iniquity and to build more altars toward these false god, these false gods. <clears throat> then we see their equivocation. Lack of cultivation brings double-mindedness. It brings a divided heart. Then it brought entrenchment in the wickedness and sinfulness of stubbornness and self-reliance and uh, trusting in uh, their stature and their strength and their forts, and their uh, their fortresses. Then we find that neglect of cultivation brings uh, elimination of some things. God is going to judge them. Sin always has an end. It always ends in judgment. And so we see there's going to be an end to their sinning, like they've been sinning with these idols and these high places. It's going to be torn down. We see the end of their sovereignty as a nation. Uh, they're going to be overrun, and they're going to lose their sovereignty. Then they're going to lose their satisfaction and serenity. And we also found out they lost their security. They trusted in all these things, uh, but it's all going to come down. Their fortresses are going to be spoiled, and their families are going to be dashed into pieces. The security, uh, that ease that they had and satisfaction of being protected is all going to go away. Next we come, and what we come to today is the necessity of cultiv cultivation. They've neglected cultivation, but there's certainly a necessity for it. Matter of fact, God commands them to cultivate obedience in their life. And we're going to read in verse 12 uh, where uh, we find this truth. It says, Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. So the Lord lets them know there is a great need in their life, and that's a need to cultivate obedience. And so it's so important uh, that they sow. Uh, if they, they need to break up some ground. There needs to be some work done. Uh, they need to break up the fallow ground. They need to soften their hard hearts. This is ground that's not been tended. This is uh, ground that's not been plowed up. It's been left unsowed. It's not been tended to. And so now they need to tend it. Uh, before they sow, there needs to be some cultivating and breaking up. And there needs to be that in the lives of people that have sinned and walked away from God. Uh, they need to prepare their heart uh, to seek the Lord. Uh, they need to come to the Lord with a broken heart and a heart that's con uh, in contrition uh, before their God. And so he says you need to sow. Well, it's important that we sow, but it's important where we sow. And so he says you need to sow to yourselves. 
uh, you need to take an account of where you're at in your life. You don't need to help somebody else take care of their life until you take care of yours. A lot of people want to try to tell everybody else how to live, everybody else how to walk, everybody else what to do when they're not doing it themselves. The Pharisees were guilty of this. They were putting burdens on men too hard to bear, too hard to carry, too heavy a load. And they wouldn't pick up one of those things that they laid on others with one of their little fingers. In other words, they wouldn't put forth any effort to do right and uh, even though they were trying to get other people to do right, God says, examine yourself. Examine yourself to see if you be in the faith. Examine yourself to see if you're doing right. And so it was important for them to sow to themselves. But secondly, they needed to, uh, it was important not just where they sow, but it was important, important what they sow. Uh, you need to tend to your life, but this is what you need. You need to tend to your life. In righteousness, sow to yourselves in righteousness. If you want to, if you want to reap mercy, then you need to sow in the right things. You want mercy, but you don't want to sow righteousness. You want to sow wickedness. We hear all the time, well, they're just sowing their wild oats. The only problem with that is there's a reaping of wild oats. And if we sow iniquity, we're going to reap iniquity. And so he's telling these folks, Hosea is, he's preaching and pouring out his heart. Uh, he says, you need to sow. It's important that you sow, that you sow to yourself, that you sow righteousness. It's also not only important to, to sow, but it's also important to separate. And this is what I mean when I say this. Uh, it's important that we have the right perspective. They needed to see some things. It was important for them to see that there was a barrenness in their land. There was an untended field, and it was theirs. Uh, there was uh, land that had not been plowed. It had not been sowed. It had not been tended after. And there was a barrenness in the land. And so he says, he says, you need to have the right kind of perspective. You need to look around and see that you may have wealth, and you may have a lot of things, but you're barren in your life. There's no fruitfulness that's toward me. You're empty. And so they Israel need to look and they need to recognize that they were barren. It's important our perspective. As long as we think we're okay, we'll never get right. As long as we think that we're living living in, in pleasure and living it, it up and nothing's ever going to happen and really everything's okay, we're never going to get right. I believe one of the first things they tell uh, people that are addicted to alcohol, uh, that they're drunkards, the first thing they need to do is admit that and say that I'm a drunkard. I'm, I'm doing this of my own accord. And so Israel is faced with this fact that they need to have the right perspective. They need to ask this question, who is barren? And, well, it's us. Uh, we're barren. And then who is it that needs to, to break? Well, they need to say it's us. That needs to be broken. Uh, we, there's ground that needs to be broken up. And uh, they needed to say, we need to be broken. We need to be broken in our life. There's things that need to be torn apart. There's things that don't need to stay like they are. Uh, there's things that need to be uh, shaken up, if you will, and broken up. And then, who is it 
to be broken? It's Israel. They're the ones that have to do the breaking, but they're the ones that need to be broken. They're the only ones that can really break themselves. God can judge them and God can bring them to a place of brokenness. But you know as well as I do that people have been under great afflictions and God is trying to bring them to a place of repentance. But they won't listen. They harden their hearts. You know, the only person that can really break me is me. Uh, the only person that can truly get my heart right with God is me. And so who is to be broken is Israel. And they're the ones that need to do the breaking. All of us need to take account today. And we need to say, dear God, you've worked in my life. You've tried to help me. You've worked in me. And, uh, and I need to let you do your work. I need to let you... Have your way in my life. I surrender myself. I'm going to allow you to do this. And I'm going to make the necessary changes that need to be made in my life to prepare my heart for you. I'm going to see myself as a sinner. I'm going to weep before you. I'm going to get my heart right with you. It's important that we're broken. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Help us to realize that we have a role in this matter of getting right with you. Yes, you work in our hearts, but Lord, we have to let you do that work and we have to be a participant in it. I pray that you'd help us, that we would break up the fallow ground, that our hearts would be right with you, that we'd sow in righteousness, that we wouldn't be barren anymore, that we'd be fruitful in our life because we've given ourselves to repentance and faith in you. Help us to do your will and we'll give you the praise in Jesus name. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us for Let's Pray. I hope it's been a help to you. If you have need of additional assistance, you may reach us at 207-899-7949 or you may go to our website at letspraynow.org. Until tomorrow, I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Bye-bye.